Welcome to the Mommy Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Annalise, mompreneur of two and mindset mentor. And I'm so excited to help you through your mindset journey. Motherhood can be so isolating and so busy, and it can be easy to lose ourselves in it. This is your go-to place to build your mindset and to change the narrative around what motherhood can be. So come on and get ready to be the best version of yourself, to be the best mom that you can be. Hello, babes. Welcome back to Mommy Mindset Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, We are in a new month. We are in June, which is crazy. Um, We're already halfway through 2023, so it is just so crazy to think. But I really wanted to put out this episode to kind of give you a reset of kind of where you're at and where you're going. I have a very special guest on, Andrea Andres. She is a wife and a mom of two, and she shares her story of how she went from a corporate job that she just could not stand, and she didn't like leaving her babies at daycare and having to mush up the courage to go to this job that she did not like and feel aligned with. So she tapped into spirituality. So she became a energy healer and coach, and she helps moms step into their highest versions of themselves through the lens of spirituality. So just a disclaimer, this episode could be a little out there for some of you, but trust me, she dropped so many good things on here for you to help you feel more aligned and find your purpose through your energy and through your spirituality and tapping into something greater to help you with your purpose in life um, and to find what is right for you and what you should be doing. So I really love this conversation that we had and I really hope you listen to this episode with an open mind and an open heart and really get out of the next steps that you should be taking into into your purpose and into the next level of you. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview. Okay. Well, hi, Andrea. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing so great. How are you, Annalise? I'm good. I'm so excited that you are on my podcast. So I haven't had guests before, so I'm excited to like bring your expertise because when we you know, got connected. I feel like we clicked really, really well. I love, you know, your calling, your purpose that you have. And so I knew that it resonated with, you know, mine and my audience. So I am really excited to hear more about your journey, more about what you offer and, you know, what you can offer for, you know, our other moms out there too. So um, just give a little bit more insight into your, uh, what you do um, and your background and what motivated you into getting into the empowerment coaching? Absolutely. So hello, and I am so grateful to be your first guest. I love podcast guesting. So thank you for having me. This is Mommy Mindset. And so first and foremost, I am a mom. I have two young kids. My daughter is seven, and my son is almost five. And they were really a big reason into what got me onto this path to begin with, especially my daughter. She's my oldest. And I remember right around the time she turned one, she started moving, she started getting into things. It was like a, a, a switch flipped in me. And I realized that I was starting to be very reactive, very controlling. I was yelling at things that 
in hindsight does not did not deserve to be yelled at. And so that was really my first entry point into this work was really wanting to figure that out and be a better mom for my kids because I wanted more to be more compassionate and loving and teaching. And I was very surprised that that is not who I was. And so that took me down one path of really understanding where our reactions come from, tying them back to old emotional pain that we hold in the body and learning more about energy healing and how we can actually release the pain behind those reactions. So that way we don't have to use willpower to stop ourselves from yelling. We can actually, we don't feel like yelling to begin with because that pain is gone from our body. And so that was really my first entry point into understanding energy work and realizing that under that energy work could be so helpful to so many people. I didn't feel like a lot of people were talking about it as a potential solution. Mm -hmm. The other piece that got me into this work was at, at my job. So I come from a corporate background. At the time I was doing process improvement work for a health insurance company. And I remember I just, I hated it. I dropped my daughter off at a daycare to go to a job that I thought drained my soul. I left, I was drained, you know, by the end of the day and I had to feed her and put her to bed and it was not very fun for me. And the idea that I had was not that I needed to be a stay-at-home mom. I didn't feel pulled to spend more time with my daughter, but I did feel pulled to, if I am going to be sacrificing time with her and with my future kids, it needed to be something for something that I felt was worth it, for something that I felt... I could do in my unique way that I was born to do, that I was born to help other people with. And so that's really, as I explore that path, and this is a journey and it takes years for those ideas to unfold and start to make sense. But as I started to go down that path, I realized that coaching and energy work would be a big part of what I did for moms. So that way they could grow into who they are here to be and become a better mom for their kids. Well, I mean, everything that you said is on point. Exactly what you're striving to be is, you know, kind of the same thing I'm doing because that's what we all try to do as people, as human beings, but especially as moms, because we have little ones to take care of and nurture and try to make sure they grow up to be, you know, good human beings as well. But, you know, I think a lot of what you said, I know I can relate to because having to go to a job that because it is different from a job that you absolutely love to absolutely hate and then having to sacrifice the time with your kids. And um, I think I think it's really big of you and really important as self-awareness to you saw a problem and you saw how, OK, I don't want to be this type of mom. And that's that takes a lot of self-awareness and it takes even more, you know, courage to even find the solution into it and then you took it a step further and wanting to help other moms find it because we don't know that we don't know that oh our childhood or how we were raised or the things that happened to us kind of funnel in sometimes to our parenting and that's why I'm like okay why am I always tired or why am I always like frustrated because with you saying that I kind of reflect back on especially with my son, because it was just me and my son for so long for eight years before we had um, baby Olivia. So it was, 
And unfortunately, like as the oldest, and I'm also the oldest too, we endure a whole lot more than the other kids sometimes. And you're that's so important for moms as self-awareness as in, okay, you know, why am I reacting this way? And not just like with our kids, but also like with our spouse and with our um, you know, with our partners, because that also plays in a part. It's like we react to certain things that they do or to our jobs and stuff like that. So it can work in every aspect of, of our lives. And so this is not just like an easy fix. Like someone coaches with you and it's like, oh, you know, Andrea made my life perfect. It takes years because we are trying to heal from our childhood traumas and trying to, you know, grow ourselves and find, you know, our purpose and things like that. So with all these challenges, what are, like, where does someone start with this? Like, obviously the self-awareness, you wanted to find the answer. Um, so where does someone start with, okay, like understanding the the energy and the healing and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I would encourage people to do is first to tune into what what's the question or what's the nagging thing going on in their brain under the surface of their awareness that is not going away. So I can't get this idea out of my head. I can't get this question out of my head. And I know we talk, we're going to be talking a lot about spirituality too. I use the help of spirit in the universe to guide me to what it is where I should be focusing on learning and growing. And so I say, ask for help, ask for help from whatever power or spirit, or it could just be your soul because they're here to guide us. And they're here to take us to what is the next right step to help us in our growth. But spirit cannot interfere in our life without us inviting it in and asking for it. And so I would, I would just sit and tune in. And for me, it was, how can I be a better mom? And And there was also this idea of energy and I was curious about energy. So pay attention to what questions your, your brain is asking or what curiosities you have or where you might be wanting to be led. And then just pay attention to what shows up. You might get an ad or see someone's live video or see a book that shows up in your awareness. And that is the universe putting those things in front of you to start to learn in whatever the best way is that you can learn. And so I really partner with the universe. I ask the questions and I invite them in to guide me. And that's become a much easier way for me. I'm sort of guided on the things that are helpful and the next best step for me versus trying to figure it out with my brain. Yeah. I love that you point that out because there is from, I, I'm a strong believer, everything happens for a reason. So yeah, if you jump on, if you're hearing this podcast, I think it's for a reason. Like you came across Mommy Mindset, you, you know, I came across to meet you, Andrea, for this, you know, reason to help other moms where we were at, um, you know, help them with this area of their life to become a better mom. So if you don't understand that, I think that is super important to kind of try to lean in more because we can't do it all by ourselves. Like physically, they say it takes a village to raise kids and it really does. Like physically, we can't do it all by ourselves. So we ask help from the, you know, from our spouse, from family, friends, but also like you said, on a more higher level, we definitely cannot do it all on our own. So listening to 
your soul. And along with mindset, it's with self-care in general for moms, you have to take care of mindset, your mental health, um, your physical body. It's, you know, obviously like what I'm going through after having a baby and all that. And then also spiritually, you have to take care of your, your soul, your spiritual self. And that can look like so many different ways for so many different people, um, depending on what your beliefs are and, you know, depending on religion as well. But um, there is always like underlying causes of probably like the pattern that you see within yourself or how you react to things. And so, like you said, trying to dress, trying to figure out all in your brain. I mean, it's, I've done that before and it really leads to nowhere because you're only trying to like figure it out and go back and forth with yourself. But when you are quiet and you kind of ground yourself with the universe, with your soul and try to look for a more higher um, purpose and higher help, then I feel like you do receive that. Um, I am, you know, a big spiritual person as well. That's why I was like, I love having this conversation because yes, it's all about the mindset and like the physical habits that we can do in our everyday busy lives. But before all of that, we need to take care of ourselves, not just mentally, but, you know, spiritually and soulfully. Um, And sometimes that is a really big disconnect with, you know, moms in general, trying to figure it all out. And that's where the stress and the overwhelm and then the feeling of depression and anxiety come in because you feel alone because you are alone because you're not seeking the the higher help that is there for all of us. We just have to ask for it and we just have to seek for it as well. Because um, you did post, I saw your post a couple of days ago of a really good journal exercise and I was, I was reading it and I was like, wow, like you didn't just tell people go sit down quietly and go journal. Like you kind of walked us through in the content because, you know, I like to journal and I feel like that's a big way to connect with yourself and also the universe. Um, because reading just how you kind of put it together of sitting down and letting yourself feel what you need to feel right now is so important because as not just as moms, but you know, with your person, like my personality, I like to just kind of push it all down because I'm trying to take care of everyone and everything. So I'm like, I don't have time to feel this feeling right now. So I push it down. I push it down. And journaling is the exercise and the outlet for me to let it out. And then to have those feelings arise because like you said, if we still suppress those feelings and that pain and the hurt, it comes out either way. And sometimes they'll come out when it's just something so small as in like, you know, our baby keeps crawling to, you know, an area and we burst out because that's just the last straw on the camel's back because we're letting it pile up and pile up in ourselves and not letting it um, come out so is journaling like your biggest outlet for for that or like what different outlets do you see that work for you or your clients mm-hmm. yeah I love to journal and I use journaling for a couple ways one is to get within me what wants to come out and some of those disempowering thoughts um, they tie to the suppressed emotions and so my goal when I think about coaching 
one of the one of the misconceptions for me with coaching is a lot of people talk about the mindset and the oh turn your negative thoughts into positive thoughts and our thoughts do create our reality and our thoughts are very important but those disempowering thoughts they're there because they're trying to protect us from feeling a tough emotion and it's the emotion in our body which is really where that pain and those outbursts are coming from and so my goal is always Yes, let's identify the thought, but let's do it to try to move that emotional energy out of me because that's ultimately what I want to get out. And so I might journal just free flow, whatever is coming up. I don't judge anything because I know one of the terms I've used before is our thoughts are borrowed. So our thoughts are not who we are. We are spiritual beings having a human experience and the human experience comes with thoughts and comes with emotions but they are not who we are. And so I have no shame in, in putting my thoughts on paper, no matter how painful or scary they might be with the, again, the ultimate goal of seeing what's in there, moving the emotion. And then once the emotion has moved, that's typically when I tune into my heart or my soul and I ask, what's the truth here? What's possible? And that's where I start to rewire my energy and my my mindset to be more empowering and in alignment with my soul and so that's that's a, a one of the biggest ways I use journaling is let's let's understand what's in there let's get it out of my energy body and then I also use journaling on the back end to channel and to get the the guidance for me on how do I take this how do I move forward and so journaling is, has a couple things for me one, to move the old energy, and two, to get the the information through from my spirit guides, from my higher self, so that way I know how to take more aligned action with the, the new information that I have. I like how you break it down like that, because with me, have journaling as long as I have, you know, <clears throat> there's different ways that you can journal, just like you said, and not just answering, because there's so many different ways you can answer journal prompts or just like you said I like to I call it brain dump and just taking everything out of your head and putting it on paper because when we just leave it in our head it can we suppress it even more and then they keep coming up and keep coming up and we don't know how to deal with it because it's like just going like a merry-go-round not going anywhere and just staying stuck in there um and it also I think helps kind of really guide people who don't know journal because I've asked people that I know it's like well do you journal they're like no like I, I don't get it or I don't even know what to put on the paper or you know that I don't have time for it but if you kind of have like an actual intention or goal of how to journal it kind of helps you and just with anything being consistent with it um, and doing it little by little and I know the people that I've helped with journaling, I know they see just a big difference. And I actually like stopped journaling, you know, because again, I used the excuse I got so busy. And I do feel a huge disconnect from myself and from my spirituality, because I feel like, okay, what is missing? And I saw, I was like, oh, well, I stopped journaling. And I'm like, that's obviously a really big impact. Just like we know, like those things, those people like, I need to work out in the morning, because I know my body needs that. My mind needs that. That's the same thing that journaling exercise can do for your mind and soul. Um, so you kind of touched on it. So a lot of the misconceptions 
um, around the spiritual area and things like that are just people saying, oh, it's just all about your mindset. And it can be as easy as, like you said, turning your negative into positive. And I, you know, heard that myself from other people. I've caught myself saying it, especially on social media. We want everything to be so pretty and in a way like fake, like nothing's wrong. And I'm a mom. I got it all. I got it under control, but it's not like that at all. It's like, oh, we have to suppress and hide the ugly, true feelings, the big feelings and the emotions because obviously like that's not sexy and that's not pretty for social but being like owning your truth and owning those emotions and letting them come out is a really really big part of not just your mindset but connecting more with your spirituality and what other misconceptions like have you kind of come across with your clients or um with other people that you came across with mm-hmm Yeah. One of the things I think that can be challenging when you talk about spirituality is a lot of people equate it to religion. Mm -hmm. And for me, you can certainly explore your spirituality in the context of religion, but to me, they're not the same thing. And that can be hard for people who maybe have not had that great of an experience with religion to Mm -hmm. understand that spirituality, I see it more as an exploration of who you truly are and your highest potential and what's capable for you versus religion. And so that I think can be tough for people to get into because they have whatever connotation around religion they have and they equate spirituality to it when they're not necessarily the same thing. Mm -hmm. So, So I would, for me, that would be another misconception I think that is out there that a lot of people question. I see that a lot too. And I even see it like with, you can see it as close, like with your family members too. And if it could be hard, you know, sometimes, especially in, especially like the, the Latin communities, because, you know, Hispanics are, can be, you know, really um, religious based. And so now with um, the newer generations, we, I feel like more and more, we're going into more of the spiritual self and that, can be looked down on and looked and frowned upon but it's it's nothing bad it's not getting away from your um you know what you practice and what you believe and god i think it's even pulls you closer to the universe to god to be like he is you know my creator and this is like my purpose so like you said working together and trying to find your purpose and it all unfolds as you continue to do the journey and do the work and the journaling and asking the questions and connecting with other people that are on the same page with you and won't won't judge you for being curious or thinking this way because you're being curious and asking the questions because your main goal is to become a better person to become a better mom a better woman to help to ultimately help other people if the other people is you know just our kids but it's not coming from a bad intention. And I think we can help more and more people think this is not bad if you're curious on meditation or because meditation and prayer prayer can be the same thing. Um, so yeah, trying to kind of diffuse those misconceptions I've kind of come across to as well and not feeling so so bad and so shameful of yourself for wanting to find yourself spiritually because ultimately we all have a soul and sometimes 
it's so sad. Doesn't matter how religious you are and how much you go to church, sometimes the soul is still dead and still dark because you're not really um connecting with it as well. So with feeling um like learning through your spiritual journey, if you're like barely just starting or like currently in it, because it never stops, how does your spiritual journey kind of connect and help with, you know, the chaos of life and the work-life balance and how do moms kind of use that in their everyday life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the big ideas I have taken in my journey is really understanding that everything in my life that I perceive in my life, everything that comes to me in my life, it starts from within me. And I am in control of how I feel. I am in control of where I put my focus. And so the fact that the the world is very chaotic right now, I think we can all agree there's a lot of chaos going on in the world. But what I learned early in the pandemic was I don't have to let that chaos define me. I am actually in control of how I want to feel. And so I use the chaos if there is anything that triggers me or anything that puts me in fear I use that to go within me. And typically what that means is there is a pain block, a suppressed emotion, a disempowering belief, something that wants to be looked at, that wants to be healed and then released. And so I use my external world as a mirror for what's within me that might not be in alignment with my highest potential or my soul. I use those both interchangeably. And then I do my journaling exercise, I feel it, I release it, and then I tune into, well, again, what do I do here? What's the message for me? And so that's really the main way I use the outer world is to go within, because what I understand is our outer world is simply a reflection of our collective inner consciousness. And the best thing that any of us can do is heal ourselves because then energetically we make such a big impact on the planet and we show other people how to heal. And then our outer world becomes a reflection of that. I think we see a lot of chaos in the outer world because there's a lot of chaos in our collective inner worlds. And the more that we can start to bring some stability to that on an individual level, then it starts to catch on and smaller groups and then bigger groups. And then eventually we'll see that reflected in our outer reality. So I really try not to let the outer reality distract me because I know my biggest source of power is how I feel, where I'm focusing, what I'm creating, what I'm healing from. And so that's really become where I focus, where I spend my time. My intention is for me to grow myself. And and the thing with that too is whenever I tune in, I feel safe. I feel stable. Mm -hmm. I feel love. And so those things are all capable within me too. And so I've, I've learned that I am the source of all of those. It's not the outer world that tells me how to feel. And so it's, it's been a mixture of, of a lot of things, but really the main point is focusing on myself and using the outer world as a pointer and a mirror to what within me is maybe ready to heal from. So that way I can continue to grow myself. And I think for me, that's the most empowering perspective any of us can take because we can't control the outer world. We can't control what's going on, you know, in, in politics or in our financial system. Like none of that we have control over, but we have control over how we feel and how we react. And 
that actually plays a bigger role in just the creation of our lives than we've been led to realize. And so mm-hmm. not sure if I got to the core of your question, um, but that felt important to say. So let me know if you have more that you want to hear about there. No, that's really good because I think <clears throat> that's a good point to to point out for this because yes, ultimately what it comes down to just spirituality and how to like, okay, how do I connect it with my crazy life is like, well, stop and be still and just know, understand and accept. Cause for some of us, especially as moms, it's hard to know, like we can't control everything. And so understanding that, that you, you're right, we cannot control everything. And then sometimes that's where the anxiety comes from and the depression. Cause it's like, oh my gosh, look at these huge worldly problems that we take in as our own. It's like, well, stop. Like You have no control over that. And you're just building up more negativity and um, chaos, like you said, on yourself for really no reason. And then when you build, put that on yourself, your kids feel that. And so that's where, you know, kids, elementary age feel the anxiety and all that too and so um I really like that she said that because it does point out it's we can only the outside world is just a mirror of ourselves and if we have the negative thoughts and the negative beliefs constantly we are looking at the outside world through a negative lens and it's not as easy as oh let me just turn those into positive thoughts but okay it's like this is what I'm feeling this is what I'm seeing let me look within and ask why and get into the deeper cause to work on it and I think that's where the disconnect is with some of us is oh let me try to fix it or you know this is hopeless and how can I continue to live and then as parents we get scared for our children because of the world but we cannot live a life of fear fear-based and that's where we get into more grieving with our spirituality and understanding that we can only control so with all the exercises that we do as parents as moms how do you help your your kids do this um do you help your kids kind of learn these exercises and like mindfulness and things like that yeah one of the the biggest things I've been working on with my kids is to just allow them to feel their feelings and feel their emotions and to not make their emotions wrong because looking back on society where it was when we were growing up we had this idea that we weren't allowed to feel sad we weren't allowed to feel hard emotions and everyone was always trying to fix it and make us happy because hard emotions are uncomfortable and to me an emotion is an energy and an energy wants to flow But if we don't allow ourselves to feel those emotions, it stays stuck in our energy body. And then it comes out, you know, for the rest of our life as as rage, as Mm -hmm. reaction. And so for me, that's, that's one of the biggest things I've been working on with my kids is to just love them through their emotions, tell them it's okay, it's okay to be sad. When they see me sad, I try to tell them that it's not their fault that I'm sad. I'm releasing old pain from my body. And that's why I'm feeling sad because I don't want them to feel a responsibility for my emotions either. And so that would be, I'd say the biggest area because I understand just how 
how emotional health has really taken a backseat to other other health and I don't mm-hmm. feel like we we weren't given a very healthy emotional mindset to grow up in and that's personally why I feel like we see a lot of the anxiety and the stress that we do it's really a bunch of bottled up emotions for all of us that we didn't allow ourselves to feel mm-hmm. and so that's the biggest thing I work on with my kids I think that's really really important to teach them at that age and I think especially boys because mm-hmm. little boys are meant to be tough and you know they're wild and I know my little boy is full of energy but he is very sweet and even for the little boys that are that are really crazy and then they're taught to and you see them as they grow up you know to be men and with you know our partners and stuff like that it's like well they're supposed to be the tough dad and they're supposed to be the tough and the provider and that's back then is what they were taught so for both you know um our boys and girls it is important to let them know like it is okay to feel what you're feeling and you know I do the same thing and I let especially my son know because you know he's older and in you know he's changing a whole lot too as in it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Um, and he loves, he's very artistic. So he already has that outlet for him. So it's important for the kids as well to find that outlet and kind of let them find it on their own and like support them in that because we needed that as kids if we didn't have that already or if, you know, we know we did and we want to continue that on. So I think it's so important to share this journey that we're on, especially with our kids, so they can already have that self-awareness and that um, grounding already, because it all starts when we're kids. The, the the good habits, the bad habits, it all starts with them, so it's okay if we don't have it all figured out, we can bring them along and teach them. It's like, mommy is trying to figure it out too, so let's figure it out mm-hmm. together, um, but this has been so amazing. You have dropped so many gold nuggets I loved how you said emotion is just energy and energy needs to flow and I really loved how you put that because it kind of gives you a visual of you know letting it flow and letting it be out and not bottling it up um because it's naturally what we kind of go towards so um do you have anything where can we find you where how if someone's interested in working with you where can we find you and stuff like that Absolutely. Yes. So right now I am focusing on building my one-to-one clientele. And so if you're interested in that, especially reach out. Otherwise, I would love to have you in my world. So you can find me at my website. It's my name, Andrea Andre. So A-N-D-R-E-A-A-N-D-R-E-E.com. And right at the top, if you're interested, I have a free gift for any of your listeners it's called Five Mindset Shifts to Ease Your Overwhelm. And it, it, it starts to introduce us to the world of our soul and the difference between our soul and our ego, which I know we didn't get into at all today. That's probably a whole podcast in and of itself, but really five ego mentalities that keep really ambitious moms stuck in overwhelm. And then what our soul would like to tell us that, ah, just helps us take a breath and maybe not feel so overwhelmed. So that would be the best place. My website, Andrea Andre with two E's. Perfect. I'll put it in the show notes um, because I think I'm definitely going to grab that freebie from you as well, because even me being in the journey and like being familiar with it, 
always having a good resource to turn to for the help is really helpful, especially for the beginners who are interested and curious about trying to learn more about their spirituality and themselves too. So is there anything else that you would like to share um, with their audience? I would just love the audience to know that wherever you are right now is exactly perfect for where you are supposed to be. You're not supposed to be anywhere further along and or, or anywhere different. We're always in the exact right place. And to follow your curiosity and allow that to start to lead you and notice if you're being pulled to something that might feel true to you, but doesn't make sense in your head. Because there, there's a lot of things that don't make sense in our head, but they feel true and they're trying to pull us forward. And so allow yourself to explore and be curious and maybe be open to some new ideas because that's where the journey gets really exciting. And so you're exactly where you're meant to be and allow yourself to be open to wherever the journey wants to take you. You said it perfectly. I feel like anyone and everyone who is listening needed to hear that today. So thank you so much for saying that because I know I always love that reminder because we do like to compare and we do like to compare ourselves to what we should be doing and should all the shoulds and everything. So thank you so much for saying that. But again, thank you so much for being on this podcast. It's been an amazing conversation. You have so much insight and I just love how you, you know, share it with others and your experiences. Um, it's very, very insightful and very powerful because wherever you are, you can take this and kind of turn it into to work for you and in your life and how it looks right now to get you where you want to be. So I really, really appreciate you for coming on here. And um, I will share all of your info in the show notes so people can go follow you, can go to your website. And um, I hope to continue to have those conversations with you in the future. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I do feel a connection in terms of the way we think and how we're here to support other moms. And so the work you're doing is so, so important. So I'm so glad that we connected and I look forward to connecting again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaway and tag me on social. Or you can also leave us a review. And once you leave a review or tag me on social with a screenshot of this episode, you'll be eligible to get the free Master Your Mommy Mindset Workbook. This is a free guide to help you jumpstart your mindset journey and help you with the process. So thank you guys so much. I'll see you next week.